0: Hello, Sodium Show. I'm your host, Mark Lennon-Crew Wheeler, and I'm happy to be back. Uh, I had some minor uh, emergency last week, and I do apologize for that, um, but I know Matt did an awesome job filling in. And speaking of Matt, let me bring him in here. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you, my co-host, Matt Yakchum Trucks. What's going on, man?
1: Hey, good evening, Mark. Thanks for having me on, as always.
0: Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Um. Tonight's show is gonna be all about big baits, and it's gonna be the theme for the month of October. Is bigger baits, and 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 I really like throwing big baits, especially this time of year. Um, You know, there there's some larger shad mixed in with a smaller shad, and what you start to see and find is later in the in the fall, these bass are transitioning to these larger baits. Or larger shad, larger bluegill baits, um, mainly because you know they're they're getting colder. They're looking to eat that bigger profile, that 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 one and one and done kind of bait um, instead of chasing a bunch of little small shad that can get you know or or, or shiners or bluegill that are that are quick. Um, you know, so we're going to talk about that, uh, and tonight's just a primer for that um you know we're gonna talk you know break down some big baits that i like to throw um and then throughout the the month of october we're gonna break down each bait individually so it should be a lot of fun um you know some of these we've talked about before some of them we haven't and uh yeah who would have thunk it you know for almost four years on the radio and uh baits i haven't talked about yet um so we're gonna break those down a little bit more in depth um quick shout out to all of my sponsors or personal sponsors and also uh uh the the low sodium shows sponsor uh huntfishpaddle.com is the uh is a sponsor for the low sodium show um and i kind of thank adam and the crew there at at huntfish paddle for all that they do for us um my personal sponsors jackson kayaks I i don't need to say anything else just check them out. Trust me, you'll you'll be pleasantly surprised at what Jackson can do for you. Um, Jackson Kayaks, Orca Coolers, amazing coolers. Um, Bull Bay Rods, amazing rods. Please check them out. You will not be disappointed. Um, Lick'em Lures. For those guys in the Midwest that are still fishing for salmon, you are missing out if you're not using um the food chain um, eggs that Lickem Lures is making right now. Absolutely awesome. More guides are picking up the Lickem lure uh uh plastic eggs um than than live or or, or, or dead eggs, um is the best way to put it. Um, absolutely awesome. You could use them several times in a row, which is great as well. Um, you know, and, and Tommy Head Jigs, man. I mean, if it wasn't for Tommy Head Jigs, there were a couple of tournaments this year that I would not have won and um, or, or done well in. So it, it's a huge testament to Tommy Head Jigs. Check them out. They're not just for shaky heads. Trust me, you can use them any way you need to. So check them out, TommyHeadJigs.com. All right, so with all that being said, we're take our first quick break, and we come right back. We're going to start talking about some big baits. So we'll be right back right back with more of the low sodium show only on the kayak fishing radio network.
2: Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded rugged coolers feature premium quality seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Bull Bay Custom Rods are handcrafted, designed, built by fishermen for fishermen. Each plank goes through a rigorous stress test to ensure the highest quality, period. You can actually feel the action of the bite as well as lure vibration through the foregrip, Made with the highest quality components and made to your specifications. Bull Bay Custom Rods bring innovation to your hands. Go to bvrods.com to check out some amazing custom rods. Bull Bay Custom Rods, built by fishermen for fishermen. Kayak Fishing
1: Radio presents The Low Sodium Show with your host, Mark the Landing Crew Wheeler.
0: All right, we are back. More The Low Sodium Show, Big Bait uh, Primer. Um, You know, and a lot of people ask me, what do you consider a big bait? And 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 be truthfully honest with you. Anything five inches or larger with a big profile. Um. And that and that of course changes from from you know body of water to body of water. Um. You know some, you know, lakes and some rivers. A big bait is anything five inches. Okay. Um. You know where you're using four inch senkos. Where you're using these smaller baits. Uh, so it's all relative, but in a in a generalization, these handful of baits that we're gonna talk about, or or techniques for that matter as well, um are in my opinion, big bait um bigger bait uh techniques. And the first one um that that first pops into my mind is swim baits. Um you know, those guys in California throwing those, you know, fourteen inch rainbow trout uh plugs uh, swim baits, and, and what's funny about those baits is that, you know, most of the, the early ones were, um, guys taking, uh, banisters, you know, the round banisters, and, and, and cutting them in half and using, uh, 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 wire, you know, drilling a hole down the center and using wire through them, you know, and painting them look like a rainbow trout or using broomstick handles, um, you know, just, just crazy stuff, um, yeah, you know, for, know for, how for you throw something
1: like that on a light freshwater rod.
0: Oh, uh, that's the thing. There, you, you don't use a light freshwater rod. You know, <laughs> you're using a, a a lot of these guys use a seven, you know, seven eleven almost eight foot long, bait cast setup, um, similar to the, to the bomb dropper that uh, I designed with Bull Bay. You know, it, you know, something that that can carry two three ounces in a cast. You know, using you know. I know some guys that were using uh, uh, Calcutta's and, and Slosh 20s out, out west, um, you know, for, for bass. You know, it's just insane. And it's just, you know, it's, it's molded now, you know, where you can find, you know, like the Bull Shads, um, the BBZ1 from uh, uh, Spro. Pretty much every bait company out there now makes a hard plastic or wooden um, swim bait. Now, what the problem with that is that they're pretty darn expensive. Um, you know, some of the cheaper ones are about 25 bucks. The more expensive ones, I've seen them go up to $150. Uh, yeah, that
1: BBZ-1, you know, that's a $50 lure, but at least you can replace all the fins and the tails and stuff on it in case you get yeah. a nice pike chewing it up.
0: Yeah, you know, And even still, I, I like them a little chewed up. I think they have a better action. That, that's coming from my days as a surf caster up in Long Island uh, in the northeast. You know the that plug didn't just it just never really ran right until you got a first couple bluefish on it to, to tear it up a little bit a little more drag, or whatever it might be, um, you know was in my opinion how you know the best thing that was out there. And, you know, swim baits even fall down into the you know the hollow-bodied swim baits, which are one of my favorites this time of year uh, for covering water. Um, and now they they have some soft plastics, you know. Uh, swim baits as well, you know, with the the trebles and everything on them, and, and you know, DOA makes one that's just it's a wake style, awesome, 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 awesome. I forget the name of it. Uh, I think I've got like two left, and I bought like six of them four years ago, and you know, this time of year, a wake bait, you know, a big wake bait, you know, soft plastic bait just sitting there wobbling in the water, just is, is, is killer. Um, but those those swim baits are are great search bait. You know, you you're using heavier gear, you're using a longer rod and means you're getting longer casts and uh you know, really can cover the water. You know, and and from a from a bass boat, you know, side of things, you know, you can really use the momentum of that trolling motor and your movement to to be able to crank it at at a at a high speed but still have that bait um Working nice and slow, and really searching, searching uh, the water, which is what you want, and it's, and it's all things that kind of fall into place. Um, you know, going all the way, you know, all the way to, uh, you know, even the kayak angler. You know, once you get that full head of steam, and some of these bigger swim baits, they really can pull you, and, and you can use that to your advantage. You speed up, pick up the speed of the, the kayak a little bit, and slow it down, you know, your retrieve, and it'll actually make that bait. You know, dig real hard, all of a sudden, you know, move real slow and just kind of sit there for a little bit and dig and sit. And these are all things that, you know, we're going to talk about, you know, in in later shows. Um, You know, I really like swim baits. I I really do. And that's halfway why I designed that bomb dropper. You know, it's got a slightly longer handle to it um, just for throwing things like big swim baits, big, big jigs. I'm talking ounce and a half jigs. You know, with double double skirts and and everything else, and, and Alabama rigs as well, or the Casper umbrella rig. Um, how do you, you know, How do you
1: feel about a Texas rig ten inch worm, soft plastic worm?
0: You know, I I not this time of the year for me personally. Uh, I know some guys love them, but these bass are 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 not on the bottom. You know, they're they're up in the water column. They are chasing. You don't find bass usually real real real, real tight to cover unless it's a uh, you know, uh, uh, a front, a frontal passage, you know. Personally, for me, I'm working water, and I'm working water hard, um, beating it like it owes me money. Um, so, you know, they'll, 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 that, that's just me. And, and that's where these baits kind of fall in, is that, you know, you could really do well Use it, you know, like I said, some guys work a, a 12-inch worm, great, but this time of the year, those bass are moving shallow. You know, those they're, they're moving to those channel swings, and moving to the the, the creek mouths, and, and where you can really do damage is on, you know, is it, it, fishing them, you know, with, with moving baits, reaction baits, you know, because these bass are just flying around, eating as much as they can. So you know, big baits like a like a a swim bait can can really put a hefty bag in your, um, in your live well or or on your camera. Um, you know, then and that kind of falls into this next bait, and not getting not, not enough guys to throw this bait. In my opinion, and that's a spoon. You know, an, an old school, you know, a crocodile spoon or or you know, striking makes a great spoon. Um, Berkeley makes a a really good spoon, and I'd like to use a four or five inch, you know, long spoon. A flutter spoon is basically what it is, and you know, this is something that you can throw on. on On somewhat lighter gear but some of the strikes you get and and, you know when you really need to pick apart cover you know like a super long point you know that's just really drags out and those fish are scattered along that point you can work that spoon you know 10 feet and take 40 seconds and eventually there's gonna be a bass there you know it's one of those baits that I don't pull out until this time of year unfortunately um, and that's because there's other baits that I'd rather throw, but I mean, just stellar, stellar, stellar bait. Um, you know, and, and they're super easy to use, you know, and, and there's several different styles out there. There's a flutter spoon, like I was just talking about, where you can really work it down a point. There's coming from my end, you know, a tin and, and what a tin is, is, um, uh, like a, uh, bunk, um, a butterfish spoon or or uh, a Silver Side spoon. If I see a, uh, a lake that's just filled with silver, you know l- minnows and stuff like that, super long minnows, you know you you can't go wrong with a half ounce um, uh, diamond jig. Even half ounce diamond jig is, is absolutely stellar. That you know when that happens, you know quarter ounce diamond jig where I can make a super long cast and just constantly just reel that sucker in. Or even you know, if I'm fishing uh, uh, super deep lakes and I'm and I'm marking the fish, you know, twenty thirty feet down, taking a, a speed jig, you know, uh, um, a fifty gram speed jig uh, from the, my saltwater bag. Um, both Hopkins and Johnny Spoons work great, um, and I really like Hopkins. You know, that, that's that's you know what I grew up on, but um, you know, a, a speed jig. You are just a small one, you know, uh, with the the hooks, you know, like we do in the saltwater, you know, working that vertically, diamond jig as well, you know, and you'll be surprised. You'll, you'll not only catch bass, but you catch walleye and other things like that on those super, super, super deep lakes, um, you know, or or even taking a, 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 you know, I've I've got I've got so many so much saltwater gear, uh, for my years working as a mate and and. and you know, personally, you know, because I live right on all the salt, so I'm always on there. Um, but and, and Matt's the same way. But you know, uh, you know Shimano uh, Lucanus jigs are just you know one of those baits that you bounce that along the bottom, and for whatever reason, bass eat it. Um, and, and the Butterfly series, uh, you know, with that 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 one jig, the Waxwing jigs. I mean, when, when they're blowing up and they're and they're they're super aggressive, you know, you you put that on a, on your basic setup, toss it out there and work it, and that 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 searching motion that bait has is stellar. And it's a hard pl- and it's a hard bait. They're not gonna bust it up. I mean, you you can literally catch fifteen or twenty before you even need to change the hooks because they're super strong, super heavy duty hooks. You know, these are all you know. Things that, you know, we're going to talk about again in a later show. Um, you know, uh, let me see here. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. You know, uh, other spoons that I've got, you know, like a crocodile, man. I, you know, a croc spoon. I mean, it's it's one of those bases that just catches fish uh, straight up. You know, a silver side, blue back with a little, little uh, uh, mackerel, you know, grain in it. Just is a, a stellar one, and um, you know so many different spoons and stuff like that out there. And we're gonna break those down and gear, you know, because each spoon has its own specific gear. And, and to say I'm a spoonhead, I mean literally, y'all. I'm telling you right now, my birthday is this month, and, and every year when my birthday hits, until um, the water starts warming up, if I'm Out on the saltwater, I'm throwing a spoon, Um, and and I've got it down to a science. So uh, we're really going to break that down, and especially in the freshwater side uh, of of what I do. I am very, very good at at spoon fishing, and it's one that I keep in my back pocket because I don't like talking about it because I do so well with it. (coughs) Um, So we're going to break all that down and the different styles that are out there as well. Um, and, and you'll be surprised, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time with spoons and, and, you know, those are the baits that, you know, you line decision can really affect depth and action. Um, but we're going to break that down in, in more in depth here in a little bit. Um, you know, another big bait we're going to talk about this, this, uh, this month. Is the castable umbrella rig, and the reason I say that is we've already had a show on a castable umbrella rig, and we're just going to touch on it a little bit more. The big thing about the castable umbrella rig you need to understand is that your mind is your only limitation. Okay, I love throwing it this time of year, uh, and, and to be truthfully honest with you, later in the year, uh, you know, jan- uh, end of November, December, January, February. When those baits are really slow, when there's a lot more of of that, you know, three-inch size where I can I can play with it a little bit. Um, you know, and we're going to do a show, show on, on the Castball Umbrella, and it's going to be a three-part show. We're going to do the Castball, the, the Curve show, or the A-Rig show. Uh, we're talking about the Caspo Umbrella rig because we already touched on it once, and, you know, it's just a little refresher. We're also going to talk about big jigs. And, and and in particular swim jigs, big swim jigs, um, and, and there's a certain style where they're acrylic. It's an like acrylic head, absolutely stellar. Um, and, and we're gonna I'm gonna talk about them. It's a big profile bait, but it's smaller in weight, so it's kind of funky. It's, it's a cool, pretty cool little uh, show. Um. And then the third thing we're talking about are bucktails. And I know Matt's ears just perked up. Yes. <laughs> but bucktails, personally for me, are not used enough in freshwater. Um, you know, considering all all that's out there, you know, that, that old deer hair or rabbit fur jig, which is basically what a bucktail is is, is really not used enough, and I've got ways of modifying just your basic $3, you know, quarter-ounce bucktail, you know, with the, uh, with the, what I call the, the, uh, <coughs> the, uh, uh, jetty mouth, which got that open mouth on it, I mean, that, I've got, jeez, man, I've got thousands of bucktails, um, you know, for my time of the salt, and and how I I add a little bit more flash to them, um, a little. Yeah, I used to use special.
1: a little uh, eighth ounce ones, with the it's kind of got the uh felt around wrapped around the the shaft of the hook, and then it's got oh,
0: feathers
1: yeah. and and hairs. I used to do really well on those with a little grub attached to it.
0: Oh yeah, uh, those, those are some of my my favorites, but you know I I've, I started last year using a quarter ounce bucktail, and 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 actually making them myself, I had a, a a guy that was just pouring heads for me, and you know using heavy duty must. I was using them for striper, but heavy duty saltwater hooks, and then I I tie you know the 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 bucktail, the, the deer hair on there, and then add some um, uh, it's a uh, it's a rib silicone skirting to it as well, and it was awesome. It, it literally went through the water and pulsed really nice, and then I'd, you know, throw a grub tail on it or or a uh, a swim bait tail or, you know, or any of those other, you know, really a- actionable tails on there. You know, it, it was even putting, a, a, you know, a shaky head tails, you know, trick worms, because that, that tail just really works really well when I wanted a little smaller profile. But, you know, just sending that as far as I could, you know, and, and using a bull bay rod, the the um the spinning rod that I've got, I mean literally, dude, I I load that rod up and send that bait, and I'd have to stop it because the uh you know the, the spool's almost already dumped, you know, um you know and let it as soon as it hits the water to start cranking, you know, if rod tip high and and, and just crank, doing that that quintessential you know bucktail crank maybe just you know slight pop of the rod to give it some vertical motion and i don't know how many bass i caught man i mean just you know big bass too i i think one of my biggest bass um last winter was caught on a on a bucktail if i'm trying to remember correctly um you know and and lots of bass as well and they and and all these baits especially the bucktail can be put onto like a cast ball umbrella rig or, or you know a, a jig pattern can be mimicked by a big swim bait, depending on the swim bait itself. You know, so there's there's all these techniques kind of mold together and can be made into a wonderful uh, accoutrement to your angling uh, prowess. I know that was a lot of big words there for a second, and I do apologize. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I really I really enjoy throwing big baits. Um, you know, I, I don't find out to, I. ti I going to also talk about how not to tire yourself out while doing it. A lot of guys complain about how they get so tired after throwing them. Well, it's probably because you're having pretty bad technique and you're casting, but also how you're holding the rod as well. And we're going to break that down and, and, and really give you an idea – of what to do and you can use these techniques all the way throughout the year um but really here you know at the end of this month and and into november and december these styles and these baits can really really um you know put some big fish uh, uh in your lap so but yeah man Matt, you got anything? It's gonna be a short it's a short show folks. Uh I'm I'm exhausted and <clears throat> I've got a uh uh meeting with uh with some people at nine o'clock, so I do apologize.
1: Um all I got is um how NJ. Last outing is this Saturday. So um if you're signed up, cool. I think the event's full actually. So I don't even know why I'm broadcasting it. And then um on uh, October 24th, 25th, is the Jersey Cape Kayak Fishing slash the Kayak Fishing Store, uh, their kayak jamboree. It's their fifth annual. It's in Cape May, New Jersey. It's an excellent event. All proceeds donate are donated to New Jersey Howe Chapter, and uh, it's a good time. Uh, you, you get a dinner, event shirt, captain's bag. And um, that this time of year, well, in a couple weeks, it's um Excellent, excellent tog fishing down in that area. Plus, you'll you'll be able to catch uh, stripers, and and, uh, weakies might still be around, and and possibly redfish. So, definitely a good time. Nice. So, if if you want to check that out, just go to jckf.net, and it's right there on their forum, how to register.
0: Awesome! And speaking of tournaments, congratulations to all the participants at the TKA tournament. Uh, I couldn't attend due to uh, family obligations. Um, and a big shout out to uh, Jeff Singleton for taking second in the Flounder Division, um, and, and all those guys out there who did, who actually had a—you know—the only TKA tournament I don't go to, and it's beautiful weather. Go figure, man. Um, but uh, yeah, usually
1: it's a blowout or sideways rain. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, 28 degrees, and yeah. you know, and it's and it's only on that day, of course, and it's just ah. But um, you know, congratulations to all those guys. I mean, you know, it, it's a it's a great tournament. You know, helping great great people, and um, you know, uh, it's um, it's a good thing, good thing, and, and you know, I'm happy everyone had a great time and and caught fish, especially Jeff. I mean, he works really hard at, with the Virginia kayak anglers and, 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 uh, everything else. And, you know, it's good to see him, you know, slam in a, uh, a big old fatty flounder like he did. That's just awesome. But, um, uh, with that being said, folks, I think we're going to call it a night. Uh, like I said, uh, I've got a thing I have to be at in, uh, in about 30 minutes. um, it's a little seminar that's going on at a, a local, um, at work, a uh, little night thing. So, with that being said, folks, thank you so much for showing up. Matt, uh, go ahead and plug. what you plug, man? Uh, Jackson Kayak. Why paddle
1: the rest when you can paddle the best? Um, Ram Mounts, all made in the U.S.A., great, great, uh, kayak fishing accessories. Aquabound bending branch paddles, get you right to your fishing spot. Uh, Torquedo Motors, um... Those hard days of paddling, why not motor back? That's it, man.
0: All right. And with that being said, <clears throat> I think Huntfish Paddle, remember, folks, Spinner Big Ten is your key to getting 10% off your next purchase of any spinner bait or spinner bait from Huntfish Paddle. And I know Adam and them just did a, a humongous inventory and uh, found some great War uh, uh, hog collar and Strike King spinner baits. So definitely check them out. Give them a call. Uh, you can find all on their website, huntfishpaddle.com. Uh, so definitely check them out. Let them know you heard it here at the Low Sodium Show. Um, you know, and, and, of course, the sponsors again, Jackson Kayak, Orca Coolers, Bull Bay Rods, Tommy Head Jigs, Lick'em Lures, and you, the fan, thank you so much for being you and listening in to the Low Sodium Show. Um, but, of course, just like every of every show, I thank you again for showing up. Take a kid in the outdoors. It's hunting season. It's getting out in the outdoors because no memories were made in front of a TV. And they don't hang pictures of kids sitting in front of the TV inside your house. It's those ones that are outside being kids, being, being alive. Always where your PFD folks is getting very close to that time of the year where you're going to have to start thinking about what you're wearing when you get out in the water. You know, dry suits, waders, and everything else. I going to do a show about all that here in a little bit. But with all that being said, please, 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 please wear your PFD even while you're hunting. If you if you decide to hunt, um, you know, ducks out of your, your your kayak, which I'm going to do a show on that as well. Stay tuned for that. Uh, <clears throat> keep your PFD on. All the PFDs now are, are are thin shoulder straps. They don't get in the way. Trust me. I was just doing it the other day. And if you get out this weekend, or you go fishing any time this week, remember, fortune always favors the bold. And if you get out, to remember to get your fish oh all night. <laughs> I hope everyone has a great week. Catch you next week, next Wednesday. All right, you're going to you definitely want to tune in, it's the one before the boondoggle. Tune in tomorrow night's show with Chip for more boondoggle coverage. And with that being said, folks, have a great night. Tune in tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, same place, same time, only on the Kayak Fishing Radio Network. Good night, everybody.